Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer. Today is Ask RV time. And before we jump into our web hangout today, I want to make a couple of quick announcements. Please do like, share, and join our membership. And from today, or actually from a couple of days now, we have been also making our audio podcasts available. They are available on many popular platforms such as Apple, Google, Spotify, and a few others such as Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. So there are like six or seven places where you can get the podcast of what we are doing in form of video. This will help you. For example, if you are driving and you want to listen to our programs, you can do so by tuning into these podcasts. We will be giving you all the links in the show more section of this video. So do click on it if you want to listen to us. But most importantly, please like this video right now. Professor Arvi, Namaskaram and welcome to P Guru's channel, sir. Namaskaram and it is always a joy to be part of the Pigurus uh, group because of the uh, level of knowledge of the audience. It's a quality more than the quantity and some of the observation what they make is very very interesting. Some of them send me Gmail, some of them send me through SM, so many. I am also available on Twitter as Arvaidya2000. Most of you may be knowing it. So it's a very uh, good and interesting thing. And uh, as you uh, rightly pointed out, it is also available on audio in uh, various uh, type of channels. And uh, I would like people to, of course, one is the liking part of it. More equally important is to subscribe to your channel. Because over a period of time, I'm sure you are having plans to develop the channel into a uh, regular TV. Now Absolutely. Itself, now itself, it is... Uh, uh, significantly uh, broadcast various uh, points of time in IST as well as in US time. So I have been uh, uh, telling you it should become something like uh, Telemando for the uh, Spanish yes. audience of the <coughs> Indian uh, groupings in uh, US. Thank you. Thank today, you, sir. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, sir. Go ahead. Go today ahead. we will uh, spend some time on the uh, massive crisis uh, gripping the Western nations in the form of a family which is getting endangered. The West, what we mean is primarily Europe as well as the US, including of course Australia and Canada and other countries. Recently, if you are looking at the global picture, it's very interesting. If you go back in 1990, which is not too far away actually, which is something 30 years before, uh, if you look at the uh, global GDP share, you find that uh, the emerging uh, markets had something like uh, one third of the global GDP, while as the, uh, the what you call the G7 countries had uh, something uh, like 52 uh, percent. This is a very, very important thing. This was uh, not too late, 1990, and uh, most of you might not have been born but uh, it's something like 30 years before on purchasing power parity this uh, very often comes in economics uh, when you compare two countries in terms of their uh, uh, you know numbers you tend to use uh, what is called ppp purchasing power parity for instance my niece is uh, teaching at california she is earning something like fifty thousand dollar and uh, 
I am in India earning fifty thousand rupees, let's say, and uh, in which case both are fifty thousand. So it doesn't mean they are same because the purchasing powers are totally different in both the countries. For instance, I can get uh, somebody to do my clothes and uh, vessels and uh, you know so, uh, mop the room uh, and other thing for something like four uh, thousand rupees or five thousand rupees per month. Well, as she has to get per hour basis, something like uh, you know forty dollar or something per hour to do the same thing. You can imagine forty dollar at roughly seventy rupees easy for multiplication comes to something like two thousand eight hundred rupees per hour. What I pay per month. So there is a huge difference in terms of our ability to purchase, particularly what are called non-tradable. the services uh, which are available in india is much lesser you call a plumber or an electrician here and you pay him something like for visit 500 rupees 600 rupees something like that even 700 rupees if it is at 70 it is at 10 dollar only <laughs> they are better you don't call them because he will come in a you know uh, 20 uh, uh, what one can call a uh, uh, tired vehicle And the wheel cycle, and then he will come with all his uh, hold all, and uh, every one of his pockets full of uh, instruments and other thing. He will come to your house, and then he will switch off the main and switch on the main, and say, "Buddy, there is no problem here," and then go away. And uh, charge you, you know, believe me, you can't even afford it. So that's why most people they would put their head into the uh, washing, uh, you know, these uh, what you call the uh, uh, the. Uh, Uh, sockets or uh, these uh, connections connected with the plumbing rather than calling anyone what i want to say is purchasing power has to be balanced in order to make a comparison it's uh, also you know in terms of products for instance there is a purchasing power is totally different however you find it you no know, you may find it very difficult if you are buying only rice and vegetable and other thing And to cross something like uh, you know thousand dollar per month for a family, it's a very relatively what one can call uh, uh, lesser priced compared to what is available in India. Here, for in for instance, an income of fifty thousand rupees, I might be spending something like fifty uh, to sixty percent uh, only in uh, my you know grocery as well as in uh, milk and uh, uh, vegetables and other things. Huge proportion of our amount is spent. There, it could be something like fifteen percent or not more than that. The point is that is how the comparisons can be made. So the comparisons are based upon purchasing power in respective countries, which is also a function of inflation and other thing. And so on that basis, if you look at nineteen ninety picture, the G seven had something like fifty one percent of the global. Uh, gdp that means the global income gross domestic product of the whole world while well, the emerging market side only something like uh, one third and uh, emerging market primarily consists in terms of uh, india uh, china uh, brazil and indonesia these are the four major emerging markets four big in terms of size simply in terms of size all other small countries are also there similarly other than g7 there are some other developed countries but uh, g7 itself had more than 50% if you come to 
say something like 2017-18, prior to pandemic, the G7 share has become one third, 35 percent or something. Whereas that of these emerging market share has become 52 percent. There is a huge shift has taken place in the global economic scenario. This you should uh, recognize and uh, this is extremely important. And the decline of G7 is uh, monotonic, what is called, we call it in statistical term. It is uh, monotonic mean it is uh, always declining. That means uh, T1, T plus 1 is uh, less than T. T is less than T minus 1, like that. It's not, uh, uh, you know, sometime coming down, sometime going up another thing. So G7 has got only one third of the global uh, GDP on purchasing power parity and the forecast suggests in another five years, which is not 2025, not actually not even five years, five, four years, the G7 could be as low as 25 uh, percent, well as the emerging markets uh, could uh, constitute in terms of 70 percent. So that is the type of a picture. As uh, I told you, the emerging market primarily China, India, Brazil and Indonesia. So there is a massive amount of uh, compression and change which has uh, taken place in the global economic scenario and uh, unless we realize it, recognize it and this is one of the causes for calling the decline of the West. This is one of the reasons for calling the decline of the West. And if you go back in history, I think couple of times before itself we have told, if you measure every end of every century, what is the global GDP and what is the share? You find uh, India and China had a significant portion, actually more than 50% of the share till 1800. If you take the global GDP and share of India and China till 1800, it used to be more than 50%. After that, the decline started another thing. There are very many established studies in this uh, direction. One can always uh, look at it. The more important thing is uh, not uh, how many, uh, you know, this is uh, one study which you can uh, look at it is Angus Madison's uh, OECD study. And now the decline of the West in terms of the uh, global position, if you look at purely purchasing power parity basis, today's global position is China is number one, PPP it is called and uh, USA is number 2, India is number 3 and Japan is number 4. If you are a student, uh, uh, in school student in the beginning of uh, uh, 20th century, around say, you know, 1915, 1919 and other, you would have been told you must study the history and the future of UK, Germany, France and these are the countries, uh, US. These are more important is UK, Germany, France. These are the countries uh, which are going to decide about uh, the global picture in the coming period. This would have been the situation in 2010, uh, 1910. If you study today, one would definitely suggest you must study the uh, system and economics of China, USA, India and Japan. These are the four countries which are going to be decisive in the next year. Uh, something like uh, 30, 40 years. But within that, if you look at it, there are significant amount of issues. First and foremost is large number of these uh, 
uh, uh, G7 countries have got huge amount of indebtedness. That is uh, debt to their GDP, borrowing to their GDP. It's not only government debt; all type of debts are phenomenally very high. Countries like US is running nearly 300 percent. These are all pre-pandemic. Post-pandemic, it would have been really more accentuated. And uh, Japan is running 500 percent. UK is running something like uh, um, um, Britain is running something like. Uh, 490%. So, phenomenal amount of total debt that is uh, constituting of three components. One is the government debt, another is the household debt, third is the corporate debt. Yeah, you wanted to say something? Very, Ayer? very quickly, very, very quickly, viewers, please click on the like button if you like the volume of Professor RV's mic. We've got a new microphone installed for Professor RV, and I believe it is a much better microphone in terms of performance. Please do click on the like button if you feel like the volume is coming across adequately. Professor RV, please continue. Uh, thank you. And this uh, new microphone, you should uh, uh, acknowledge that it is by P Gurus from uh, 3 iron You see the world, how much it has changed. He uh, books it in uh, California. And then it is uh, delivered to me at Bangalore within two days. And, uh, you know, whatever nominal cost or whatever cost he has incurred. The thing is, uh, the type of, uh, you know, change which has uh, come about. In the earlier time, one has to wait for it and then period of weeks and weeks and uh, I may not be able to. I just sit at home and get it uh, delivered. Anyhow, this is the, uh, what you call, contribution of uh, uh, 3IR for... Uh, in enhancing my uh, what one can call audio quality. Hope uh, it is uh, justified. Now, overall debt is uh, phenomenally very high and within that the government debt is also significantly high. Other than that, there is household debt, we will come to that, which is also acting as a uh, major albatross for these uh, western countries. Now, if you look at what exactly is the issue of household debt. Household debt in Britain is uh, roughly of the order of 100% of the GDP. Canada is uh, relatively 90%, US is uh, 85%, all of them are in that range. Well, as uh, household debt uh, in India or uh, China and other thing, if you take, it is much less, less than 20%. The household saving, if you take, it is a reverse household saving data in most of these countries is a single digit. Canada, Australia, US, uh, Korea, all these countries are in single digit. Well, as the household saving in countries like India, uh, China and other things are all double digit. Not only double digit, it is much more than uh, in terms of uh, what you can call the 20%. So this is something, household saving is phenomenally high in uh, these uh, uh, countries like India, China, whereas household uh, saving is significantly lower. Now, let's see what is happening actually in these uh, countries. If you look at the data or uh, births uh, about these countries, number of births outside marriage in US is uh, more than 50%. And uh, if you take uh, less than 30 year uh, people, it is 55% actually. This is uh, out of wedlock. 
out of wedlock is of course when i was in school people used to call those people as bastards now that cannot be called even that is supposed to be politically incorrect so out of wedlock or new normal as the new york times puts it this is called new normal now what is the issue in out of wedlock uh, children is substantial number of the families are becoming single parent families now single parent uh, is a generic 90% of the time it is a single mother families and uh, that is a very very really a difficult and tough thing for poorer segments of the population particularly if they have something like 2 3 or 4 children now in us among the blacks believe me it is 75% practically the black uh, community family system is completely broke you can call it and uh, not only that 10 to 19 years there is a 12% out of wedlock and in the all us it is around 8% 10 to 19 years children's birth no indian channel will ever talk about this or discuss about it or something in india somewhere in some uh, small village in uh, rajasthan or bihar one minor uh, girl is getting uh, married or something it will become a national news and then everybody will say all the uh, women are in india getting married when they are minor and uh, you know big debate and so actually our media you know less said the better actually there 12% is uh, for uh, people in the age group of 10 to 90 and even among latinos very surprising the out of wedlock is above 50% because latinos are by and large supposed to be having more uh, church affiliation and uh, you know the following the principles of the church and other thing it doesn't seem to work so this uh, percentage in other countries if you look at it you look at uh, countries like uk 48% denmark 53 norway sweden all of them are 55 54 and other so this is a very major crisis in the developed or what if you want to use the word developed or if you want to use the word western uh, system so this give rise to what is called the single parent we told earlier we had extended family then we became a joint family then joint family became nuclear family now nuclear family has become proton family that is one parent family and a proton family i do not know whether it will develop into no parent family that is only children no family at all what is the issue issue is ability of these uh, single parent families particularly single mom families to control their children from activities which are not desirable by society like uh, drugs like illegal arms getting into gangs all these issues are there for instance in 2010 some of you may not uh, uh, remember there was a, a rioting in the streets of uh, uk london manchester various town rioting by whom by kids you know the very young age group 10 11 12 like that another thing and they looted shops they took away lot of this uh, uh, consumer durables and uh, television and police firing was not uh, attempted at a huge number of them did right two days it went on i was in manchester at that time <laughs> everything was looted one shop was not looted i loved that actually 
that was a bookshop that tells about the uh, contemporary situation in the uh, western world every other shop was uh, music shops and uh, electronic shops and everything was looted then the, you know there was a un cry and editorials are written in the left liberal uh, you know the uk press uh, many of you may be knowing and uh, is very very uh, liberal and uh, it is uh, shocked actually why did the kids uh, write and obviously nobody was condemning the writers everybody was condemning everything else other than the kids who went on writing so they constituted a committee Uh, you know britain is well known for it and india of course we also follow it very very uh, religiously constituting a commission and uh, that was supposed to produce a result including the chancellor of exchequer the finance minister of their country and uh, also the uh, bishop of uh, london archbishop of london and some of you may be knowing it that the uh, church of england is actually headed by the queen and uh, it is the one which uh, supposedly facilitate the governance anyhow the archbishop was also a member and finally the committee produced a bulky uh, report and an executive summary the first sentence is sovereignty of the family is dead in uk it is the first sentence of the report it's available on the internet some of you may be interested sovereignty of the family is dead further the archbishop says in some down that there are more families with television in uk than husband that is the type of a situation what is the thing what they are arguing is whether one likes it or not at that very young age of uh, uh, growing up father is used as a controlling variable all over the world not just in uk or india or anything. you know like uh, typical you know Uh, if uh, some mischief is done by the kid, I will tell when Papa comes. You know, when father comes, I will tell you another thing. Kid also immediately, you know, gets into a more sober mode, and uh, because kid thinks that the father is the controlling variable in the family, and if he comes, uh, he will uh, otherwise uh, get angry, and he is the controlling factor. As the kid grows, he knows who is actually the controlling factor in all the families. Anyhow, I am talking about the. Uh, younger, you know, youngsters or uh, kids. So this is the concern. And what has happened in uh, uh, towns, uh, several towns of years? Periodically, the bushfire starts. Bushfire means what I mean is some uh, uh, trouble in uh, some localities and other thing. And then it spreads, and then it goes, and then people begin to loot the uh, local, local supermarket or local chain and other thing for one evening. And this has become more rampant. after this sabelam black life matter and there has been lot of studies uh, about these uh, small 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 levels uh, uh, skirmishes uh, taking place in us one interesting thing is all those places where the single uh, mother families are dominant this type of uh, things are much more uh, active in the sense mother is not able to tell the kid you can't go on the street and write and don't join gangs don't join drug peddlers don't join arms smugglers don't join them. they don't have adequate amount of control and that also to a large extent create issues pertaining to education of the kids in many of these countries for instance equivalent of industrial training institute they have guilds some of you may or may not know um 
around uh, 12 percent of the people who come out of uh, higher school they only go for so called higher education to universities and other thing they are called universities are normally considered as elites unlike in india where everybody goes to universities not there it's a other people go to various other type of occupation plumber fitter carpenter electrician in india also there are 64 that type of occupation actually there are industrial training institute which is expected to train but unfortunately everybody wants to be a be in india and then uh, at the end of it obviously you can't become a plumber or a uh, electrician you can't uh, for instance there is no organized system of uh, uh, calling plumber or electrician in india you have to go by neighbors recommendation or you know whatever you know yeah, everybody says no he is a good fellow you call him another thing he will come to you and say sir you are the first customer for me it's like choosing a doctor for whom you are the first customer in operation anyhow in those countries people go into all these location and they are called guild at various countries of various names you will be surprised to know compared to the last century 1980 1990 when all these guilds had significantly more demand than supply today supply is much more than the demand this is something very very uh, matter of concern in uk in france and various countries the reason is simple the ability of the parents to push their kids into these uh, uh, vocations is becoming less and less is it by and large when you are at the end of school you choose your career based upon you know a uh, family pressure friends pressure i ask you know when i was in uh, uh, iim i used to conduct interviews for so many decades i used to ask the student you have done engineering at uh, what made you choose he will say no sir my uncle asked my aunt asked my all the friends everybody went for je so i also went for engineering after engineering uh, two year three year i realized this is not my cup of tea so what has happened in indian type of situation engineering has become a sort of a basic degree like uh, in my times it used to be bsc or you know doing but uh, same way there is some amount of social pressure there is some amount of peer pressure there is some amount of family pressure all these act you in order to choose a uh, career or choose a do something after your uh, schooling that is uh, getting loosened because of the lack of uh, the uh, pressures on the family as well as in the extended family and uh, those uh, friends actually some uh, uh, black uh, you know leaders in us openly say we have to blame ourselves for our uh, system is getting broken so what has happened is over a period of uh, something like uh, 40 year the the society is become significantly unorganized or disorganized government in those countries are very organized kindly note it is a reverse in india government is extremely disorganized society is very organized you will be shocked to hear this but that's a fact millions of people assembled for kumbh mela and then they go back peacefully in buses trains by walker from almost all over india people come except if government bungles there is some bridge collapse or there is some uh, type of thing otherwise uh, there is no people do not indulge in for instant in the peak of the uh, number second wave 
large number of people migrated from uh, you know delhi and uh, chennai and bangalore and various places to their uh, villages in up bihar and other thing you will be surprised to know people stood in the queue to get into the buses in delhi one of my french professor who saw that was shocked actually he said in my country they would have burnt the buses first not a single bus was stoned or burnt by these people they are one of those really suffering people but the society is extremely organized one of the reason is our ingrained ideas of karma our ingrained ideas of fate and our ingrained ideas of belief in god and so many of these things which are being ridiculed but which is extremely important from the stability point of view of the society there the society is getting completely disorganized see the violence on the streets of paris that they will not vaccinate themselves see the violence on the streets of rome see the violence in some parts of us people say that they will not get vaccinated that has become a you know can you believe this in india also of course some leaders try to instigate but it didn't work today statistics i found something like 2 crore have been vaccinated people are extraordinarily cooperative people are extraordinarily organized in our country let us be very clear about it the stability of the family system is one of the most important thing for this and this uh, contributes to significant amount of household saving this is something very very important i you know many people ask household saving in western countries is very low and uh, one of the reason is why do you save if you want to be uh, doing something for your children grandchildren and various other thing second is there the requirement of old age is handed over to the government in other words families have been nationalized this has been told by so many uh, you know as early as 2001 2002 by many of us um, you know shri gurumurthy was also mentioning about it earlier sociologists like uh, uh, mn sinwas dipankar datta so many of them were uh, talking about it actually that uh, professor kanaka sabhapati has written extensively about it many people and can go on quoting i myself was writing from 2001 2002 so what has happened is the responsibility of the families are slowly getting handed over to the government you will be surprised one of the few research says 50% of the citizens of us this is pre pandemic are in somewhere other uh, what you call helped by the us government in terms of stamps in terms of uh, free amount of uh, kitchen uh, provision in terms of uh, subsidies that something or other 50% of the citizens are dependent on the state india also some of the states are you know succeeded in or trying to do this actually and over you know there was an interview conducted by a for a small girl you know maybe she would have been a fourth standard or fifth standard in a tamil channel a couple of years before she was going to school and there was some conversation and some interview on one of those uh, what you call uh, the the type of debates from ground zero whatever that girl was asked who is uh, uh, you know uh, educating you she told uh, amma that is uh, that time it was uh, jj who was the uh, chief minister who is providing you food she told uh, the government never she mentioned about her father or mother in any one of those uh, major activities like uh, eating or education or anything 
this is something very very important we are slowly trying to shift the responsibility of the family to the state and in country like india it won't work because our jandries uh, and uh, amartas and can go on talking about it it won't work the number of people is too large one second is once you demolish the self confidence and dignity of people what is the self confidence and dignity you must earn to get your dinner on your table in the night and that is the one which will provide significant amount of happiness to you and also give enormous amount of respect of you to the from the children this is something very very critical if you tell the child in the morning you go to school because you will get food there you know children will go to have food nothing wrong about it prima facie but uh, if it is uh, perceived that you are not able to do it you are not going to have significant amount of that control or respect so the saving rate as of today is phenomenally high in countries like india and china we are running about uh, around uh, you know 28 to 30% sometime 25% household saving rate we have still a family oriented uh, system where the uh, what one can call social security is taken care by the family but slowly what we find in urban areas there is a tendency for the uh, people to be admitted to old age homes and other thing more and more uh, uh, their children could be outside their location either within india or uh, outside india so this is uh, something which is happening like uh, we are also celebrating mothers day and these all this bunkum has come from imported actually because uh, most of their mothers are in old age home in us and uh, europe so at least once a year they suddenly remember carry some bouquet and then you know go and give it and uh, to sit with the mother for this is just uh, what i call the uh, guilt syndrome uh, which has uh, developed this type of thing which is also coming so some of the urban areas some people are having this uh, idea of old age homes and other thing and uh, sometime of course uh, uh, the violence also that is the greed and uh, you know in up you may be shocked actually couple of years before i read about a association of dead persons i was shocked actually how can there i have heard about association of uh, agriculture is association of this and that bank employees not dead person these are all declared dead by their children after throwing them out of their house grabbing the land and uh, distributing it among the brothers or sisters or whatever it is the old people uh, the father mother are uh, declared dead and they all go to the governor that time and uh, give a representation that uh, we are not actually dead and you know one thing it is extremely complicated to prove yourself to be alive if you are declared dead on paper in terms of doctor certificate in terms of mashan in terms of dikramato all these things so in some places i am not telling everywhere this uh, type of a uh, greed and ambition is also making some of these people uh, to uh, what one can call uh, go beyond the family system and uh, create uh, anarchy but uh, let me repeat most important thing is the family as a building block is extremely critical for civilization that is why the western uh, you know the so called uh, Uh, liberals and uh, uh, what one can call uh, uh, communist would like to destroy families. Once the family is destroyed, the society is in turmoil. 
and our basic building block is family and next one is the extended family and then the caste these are the building blocks of our civilization one after another if you want to demolish it already enough is being done to demolish caste once you demolish caste one of the uh, what building block will go away then the next block is family and uh, you know then every individual will be directly related to the state that is the most interesting thing in uh, europe as well as in us the western countries the individual is uh, directly there used to be lot of buffers earlier if you go back 100 years before there were so many buffers in various of these countries it could be in the form of church it could be in the form of voluntary association so many type of buffer all these buffers are getting removed and the individual will directly stand with the chief justice of india that's all that is the only linkage maybe some uh, public interest litigation uh, you know this gorilla still stand in between or uh, they may not even stand in between all these buffers are temples are another major buffer for our system that is also getting so what is the the theory is very simple the left liberals would like to destroy our society you can't destroy our society just like that you know throwing a bomb or anything not required but you try to create bush fires from below you create all type of uh, difficulties for the system you criticize caste is responsible for all the evils of your society next you come to families and uh, family is totally responsible for all the evils this yakta uh, kapoor i would say i would rather uh, uh, give her a minus uh, 10 mark and then uh, fail her i would like to actually because she is one of the major contributors of uh, creating uh, yeah, what one can call hatred for families saas bahu you know these are afternoon serial some of you may not even know about it that is the prime time in india everybody thinks prime time is you know when arnab goswami comes or 6 o'clock uh, you know evening no prime time is uh, afternoon 11 to or 10 to 1 that is the time in which you send your rabbi to office earlier time when it was uh, work from uh, office not work from home you send him all the kids are into school you sit before the uh, television and watch how the sas bahu evolves and what type of uh, you know enmity is uh, developed what type of uh, and then you know all the extra marital pre marital all sorts of complication children without uh, marriage and these are all after all these are stories you may say but unfortunately these are all glorified they become the role model a person like kamala hasan for instance i do not know how many marriages he did how many diver god knows about it he may be no family also nothing is known but that is a role model that is a you know uh, lic they call it living in what they call together living as a companion how many people god knows so there is a basically you create a chaos well to do people can afford to do it obviously but unfortunately this is done by the regional media also copying this unfortunately lot of poorer segments are also uh, what one can call uh, uh, comparing and trying to emulate it not all you know there are millions of mom in laws who are decent who are uh, extremely 
collaborative and but it's not a you know but uh, obviously you know uh, good news uh, never is a, a news in the media for instance uh, if you say that all the trains have arrived in time all the kids went to school today peacefully and all exams were conducted nicely if this is the headlines or if this is your uh, uh, you know uh, front news on the evening i don't think anybody will watch your television or anybody will buy your newspaper there used to be i should share it with you long time before in australia if i remember or new zealand one of the country there used to be one plain truth they used to tell only good news they wanted to propagate good news it was perhaps i think those days uh, the church was uh, encouraging it also unfortunately they gave only good news they will tell that uh, all people went to beach and people were peaceful and uh, the pictures of all the people were smiling and uh, family you know and uh, that used to be but uh, at the paper closed out and they didn't even announce it because that's not a good news and uh, over a period of time big business facilitated this uh, system you should remember this big business hates big families very important business hates large families business wants small family because if you have a family of 12 people using one fridge it doesn't help the business they would like to have two two members six families using six uh, uh, fridges that is how the entire you know uh, the propaganda started in the us in the television channels and other thing if you go back in time you will find happy family means husband wife and two kids maybe a dog that is also permitted they all will be traveling in a big car and then for a picnic and happy family will never have sister in law brother in law mother in law so these are the people father in law none of them will be involved in happy family the big business deliberately decided to make world into a nuclear family simply because in terms of for instance ten uh, people living in a house no good much better will be five families each in a flat so the development will be much better more concrete more steel more you know this is the type of thing finally they have now landed up with uh, one parent family and they want to replace it they are now encouraging lgbtq and various other combination permutation i do not know whether they will be able to replace their traditional family role that is the most important thing i am not shedding tears that family is going away but you must have alternative building blocks for the societal societal harmony and of course the taliban type of a radical islam trying to have solution in terms of uh, you know keeping women inside the house and uh, inside burqa and you know that type that's a top of a uh, type of a very harsh way of uh, preserving and protecting families that's not the ideal way, way of uh, preserving and protecting families china is uh, trying in its own china is having acute problem similar to india is india is having problem yes you go to some of the family court i have visited a couple of you can't you can't even get in sir huge amount of crowd everybody wants to be divorced number of marriages per day according to me is less than the number of divorce seeking people all sorts of reasons you know sometime very because elasticity is very low ability to uh, what one can call carry on with the differences is very low and uh, there is no social pressure 
everybody is living in an apartment where the neighbor won't even know who you are even a person commit suicide sometime we come to know that uh, this is uh, you know couple of days later the milkman or a newspaper man finds that nobody is picking it up what has happened so that type of a uh, apartment type of a living apartment mean what living apart that is called apartment living that has become the most common thing so there is a huge amount of uh, crisis even in china china is facing acute problem of uh, the family values and systems are getting broken and uh, we also are facing the similar type of pressure and a system so we have to recognize the type of direction in which the west has gone and uh, it's not easy for them to reverse it's not easy for them to come back or anything because uh, you know it's a very very complicated type of a thing in terms of uh, you know what one can call having multiple girlfriend multiple boyfriend too many kids not having proper uh, identification or you know the whole uh, and then a very flippant type of a life in terms of you know couple of years of uh, uh, relationship and all this uh, and uh, <laughs> in our system i recall i went to open a bank account in atlanta long time before that had a big form you have to fill in india you know you at least in those days it used to be very simple and uh, you know you just tick one of them and there it is actually uh, you know <clears throat> Uh, in india you are asked you know are you single or married and tick uh, married or you know whatever and then there that itself ran to one page in atlanta georgia are you you know once married twice divorced twice married once divorced or are you you never married or uh, ma- you know living together not married same sex marriage because it is recognized in georgia i went through this whole form and i was very worried i was not able to locate where i am in this uh, uh, form and i asked that uh, you know, uh, you know uh, i should i shouldn't comment this but anyhow i can't uh, avoid commenting uh, but some lady you know was sitting was very uh, cheerful and helpful i asked her where do i come in this she looked at the form and looked at me are you married she asked i told yes i am very much married and uh, she asked me are you married to the same person i told of course i am married to the same person <laughs> right because i didn't want to take anything wrong because back home i will be roasted so i told i am married to the same person and i added i should not have done in our belief system seven lives you are married to the same person she fell off from the chair actually she couldn't control her laughter professor you mean seven lives she asked seven lives you have to but uh, all seven lives you may not be uh, only husband or wife you may three and three and last is the deciding final the seventh is the uh, the you know decisive uh, system and i also told her all the seven lives you may not have same mother in law or anything it could be different different anyhow she could not control her laughter finally she told you are uh, you tick this column what is the column believe me the column was married and continually married that is a legal position of mind married comma and continually married so this is the type of chaos they have created in the system one full page to recognize where you are that is the type of a so it is not very easy for them to reverse and come back because the big business have succeeded in terms of uh, reducing the size of uh, families lesser and less and uh, i always say the causes for success become reasons of failure 
today they are facing a crisis what the one member this uh, single mom family and other thing is not able to buy even one fridge you will own buying uh, many fridges and other thing so this is uh, something and the cost of uh, uh, you know getting out of marriage is also increasing there are studies which says very richer group are uh, going in lesser and lesser for divorce except for some of the highly advertised and other thing because of the cost of involved in terms of separation and so you have to structure it you have to call your chartered accountant and lawyer sometime now pre nuptial contracts are enacted some of you should know about it before marriage itself they have the contract who should take the tv who should take the fridge who should take the dog and other thing that's a pre nuptial contract and the amount of compensation can run into millions and uh, fascinatingly some of the uh, finance related companies the provide you this uh, also as one of the perks or incentives in case you are coming out of the marriage what is the type of the damage which you have to incur and how much of it will be funded so there is a huge amount of uh, uh, crisis uh, facing the western world in terms of their organization finally what matters is the building blocks of your civilization however you do you know you know people say you know usa you don't know anything professor they are the uh, technologically advanced they are the most uh, what one can call cutting edge and these uh, people do not understand none of these big companies identify themselves as uh, us this is something very very important to recognize none says that they are us they are global now there are only two global forces one is these uh, big companies other is the taliban group both of them don't believe in the sovereignty of the uh, countries the big companies uh, have all their uh, subsidiaries in uh, tax havens and there they accumulate their profits and then they say we will pay taxes there which we not paying any taxes countries like usa are shouting you are not paying any taxes here uh, no big companies like citibank and walmart and amazon and microsoft their share of uh, paying profit is very very less that's why g7 is now telling g20 is also joined them that uh, all these big companies should pay at least 15% flat in the country of origin and you know big debate is going on anyhow big companies have succeeded in reducing the what is the achievement of uh, global companies one of the major achievement is reduction in the size of the family that they have achieved you cannot uh, question that or anything including those who are working there that is separate anyhow and uh, so there is a uh, only in films you can see in you know italian family sitting together some 20 people and trying to you know have some joy and fun and uh, that's all in uh, films not in real uh, type of a uh, situation so are we to get into such a type of a situation is something which uh, as a society we need to address very important should we play into the hands of these global companies should we go on reducing the size of the family should ekta kapoor be the uh, role model ekta kapoor i don't mean i mean the type of character she has created or uh, in tamil nadu you know, have huge number of people who are these are all riffraffs actually if you ask me honestly riffraffs i call them they are you know their uh, most of them come from dysfunctional families that is another thing people don't realize 
many in media let me tell you very bluntly many in media many in film industry many in advertising and many of them come from dysfunctional and so they would like to create a mirror image of dysfunctionality all around the system so don't take them very very seriously so our society is well organized we need to continue to protect it we cannot make our uh, families dependent on the state because the state cannot sustain the number pure number i am telling we are talking in terms of 130 crore or that is not something which can be sustained by the state state can give here and there something and there also uh, the earlier prime minister rajiv gandhi told finally some uh, you know 15 paisa for rupee only goes to the ultimate user so they will take cut money in between and you know all this so it's not going to benefit in terms of the direct benefit transfer technology bank everything you can use but there will always be mechanisms evolved by the elected representative to uh, take away some portion of it another so anyhow the state cannot become the mahabapka sarkar this is something which we have to recognize in our context and once the family is uh, you know done then uh, very very important right so to recognize that the society is in danger and that is the basic building block not your technology not your big business not your you know and uh, you know when we say west is in decline many people question how are they in decline another thing and uh, very interesting of course post post pandemic statistics on uh, wall street journal report suggest that uh, 32% of uh, 18 to 30 year old are started living with their parents this is something which is unbelievable actually one third are back to parents maybe due to economic uh, uh, reasons or primarily maybe because of economic reason otherwise also and uh, because uh, uh, living with the parents is uh, not uh, considered as something uh, you know when you have become what quote and quote adult you are supposed to be on your own right so this is uh, like uh, you know in the <coughs> 70s when i was first visiting there i asked <laughs> i asked my american colleague uh, uh, what is the difference between a girlfriend and a friend who is a girl he stared at me for quite a you know uh, he, he says you ask very very difficult questions in the beginning itself <laughs> so that is a type of uh, Uh, because uh, he was also you know trying to figure it out and you know not very easy to uh, so uh, answer such a so i think as a society we have to be extremely clear family caste temples these are some of the fundamental uh, units which are uh, having its own axis and its own way of uh, preserving our uh, entity and can you remember that's one of the major reason we are able to sustain our diversity over a long period of time we have not uh, you know homogenized or anything our cuisines are different our dress habits are different our language is different our but there is a underlying unifying thread from uh, kashmir to uh, our uh, south kanyakumari or much better these days to say amdabad to agartala that would be a better way to 
then uh, Kashmir to Kashmir to Kanyakumari has become very, you know, passive because uh, Kashmir is having a lot of problems of Jigadi. Kanyakumari is having a lot of problem of this uh, church. So let us uh, say Amrabad to Agartala. The silk thread is there. What is the thread? It tells you about how the commonality in terms of culture. All over India, people know about Ramayana and Mahabharata. This is what I always stress. Very important. These two caveats should be compulsory reading. And uh, you know, everything else uh, is uh, will come out of it. You don't have to master Upanishads or Vedas or anything. These two are important for the kids. Earlier time, grandmothers used to uh, say, now grandmothers are all gone. So at least Alexa should be made to uh, tell these things uh, to the Children, Alexa can be a new grandmother. What is there? You know, this is a, like uh, for instance, uh, in these pandemic days, uh, many people did this uh, Ganesh puja or this uh, Upakarma and other thing uh, using only you know this uh, Zoom and other thing. The pandit was paid by Google Pay, and uh, so we are good at adapting. Let's not be very uh, cynical about it. We are very good at it, but uh, let's also preserve the uh, basics of the thing and. Uh, Ramayana and Mahabharata, if your child do not know, start tomorrow. You should feel ashamed about it. If you are, if any variation, you know, there are local variations and other things. For instance, a simple thing like in southern part of the country, Ganesh is elder brother and Subramanya is younger brother, as per tradition. While as in the western part or northern part, Ganesh is younger brother and uh, Subramanya is elder brother. In uh, southern part, Ganesh is a bachelor. In Gujarat, for instance, Ganesh has got uh, two wives, Siddhi and Uddi. So there is a very interesting thing. While uh, Kartikeya is a bachelor in those uh, parts of the country. So when Kartikeya came to south, perhaps, uh, you know, he felt for the southern uh, women and then he married two, not even one. So <laughs> many of these uh, uh, Dravidian leaders say we are only following our own... Uh, and I told at, at least you openly married. Why don't in your case you are only showing having Chinavidu and other? Anyhow, the basic thread should be has been maintained all over the country in terms of commonality, in terms of culture, commonality in terms of you know, for instance, Mundan, you know, when every child all over India, irrespective of caste or creed or anything, they give the hair to the god at some point of time. Like that in Annaprasana, hundreds of these uh, samskaras are common. So let's, so let's uh, try to keep our basics of diversity, preserve the family, preserve the caste, and uh, also the temples. These are the three, what I would call, uh, the sides of the triangle on which or the axis on which our entire civilization is uh, ability to move. And uh, let us not uh, blindly follow the West. That is not, not uh, leading, uh, that's not leading them also anywhere. They themselves are in uh, distress. And uh, that is the reason why so many of these uh, people are in search of, you know, uh, various things. And some of them get into drugs, some of them get into various other type of things. Some of them become spiritual. So it's a, society is in turmoil. Here government is in turmoil, let it be, you know, let's not uh, shed tears over it. Government is unorganized, is something not, uh, even though Statistical uh, Commission of India, they put government as organized, you know, that's, you know, 
it's one of those lives which uh, we have to learn to live with it well as my nearby grocer i always say she comes in the morning 7 o'clock goes back in the evening 7 o'clock every day 365 days as a vegetable seller she is classified as a unorganized or disorganized group government is put as organized anyhow that's something which you have to learn to live by it last but not least is other than the family the major crisis facing the uh, western countries is very interesting population if you go back to pre first world war situation around 191718 uh, 25% of the world population was europeans 25% you won't even believe that sir and uh, today it is around uh, 78% and it is expected to become 1 to 2% within the next uh, 10 years 1 to 2% Europe is gone. Europe is gone out of the map. Europe is gone out of the globe. And uh, I'm not uh, going to shed tears because when I was a kid, I used to mug up Budapest is the capital of Hungary. And I was not knowing what is the capital of Madhya Pradesh. But I have to know Hungary, Budapest is the capital of Hungary. And this uh, uh, other thing in uh, you know the Sweden and Norway, I always used to get confused between that. I always thought Sweden is the capital of Norway and got less mark in that. It's all right. Europe is gone completely, one to two percent only, unless unless the Andalusian Empire is re-established by the uh, Islamist in terms of uh, you know their uh, caliphate. In which case, Europe will have more population. Already, many places in Europe is uh, London is known as Londonistan. So, Europe in the current type of uh, population is uh, getting shrunk. U.S. has got, of course, this uh, reduction again, but uh, they have got this uh, Mexico. They have got Latin America, like India has got Bangladesh. You know, there is a huge amount of inflow always coming in. So, U.S. is not facing at that level of uh, crisis. Asia, of course, is not uh, facing any major crisis in the next 40-50 years. Africa is uh, facing a different type of crisis. It is increasing in terms of its uh, share global share. So, there is a huge, uh, what one can call, uh, type of a reduction in population of the uh, West also is taking place. That we have to keep in the back of the mind. We talk about this BRICS and other thing. Russia is, you know, today's Russia, another five years later Russia, 15% will be less in population. 15% less in population. So, Russia and other thing, Russia will may basically will become like England to USA, some poodle of uh, China or something. So, China is also facing a thing, but uh, China will uh, reach that uh, crisis stage uh, after some 40-50 uh, years, not a significant amount of uh, reduction immediately. And uh, we are also not facing that level of uh, attrition. So, let us uh, keep in mind the importance of family and uh, the importance of uh, uh, the temples and caste, the axis on which, uh, it's not axis of evil, let me tell, axis of virtue for India, on which uh, we have built our civilization and culture. And uh, let us uh, reinforce ourselves that Ramayana and Mahabharata will be taught to all our children, whether they teach it in school or because some teachers themselves may not know, whether they teach it in school or whether they, doesn't matter teach it at home. 
teach it through youtube teach it through you know alexa teach it through anything but teach these two fundamental itihasas everything else will be all over india i am talking about because it is uh, beyond caste beyond uh, any type of uh, it's even beyond religion i would say so let's uh, be very clear the building blocks of society has to be preserved until and unless uh, we are very clear about it we are not uh, going anywhere so that is what is uh, i wanted to stress i was told recently that uh, uh what is this uh, by ir professor venkatesh book also i suddenly recollected his book recently which has been released also talks about the importance of uh, family i think we have to uh, look inside and do not by any chance imitate anybody in this uh, you know media or in the film world they are not worth imitating they are actually they you know just look at them and laugh at them and leave it at that it's uh, you know like uh, you laugh at some characters in uh, uh, your itikasas also they are not uh, uh, so there is very important and all those who come from dysfunctional family should be exposed they should be asked to raise their hands first are you from a functional family or a dysfunction raise your hand and then uh, tell about your and you know one thing very interesting all these people they shout so much but when it comes to their own individual life they are very concerned and worried i will only tell i won't tell the name this uh, director was so much uh, for uh, you know in every debate in uh, bollywood director he was very well known he was artistic and other every debate he used to come about uh, you know individuality freedom should be there and we should not interfere with the kids and all sorts of things and uh, castless society he wanted to create he wanted to create a religionless all that is fine his <laughs> daughter uh, announced we uh, came back she came back from london and she told i she has married a girl his daughter this fellow was so upset he locked herself outside the house she told you told you will give a party when i come for here for reception that <laughs> thing he told it lost he didn't even allow her inside his house so it is one thing to preach for others you know talk about others and uh, but another thing to face it the squarely that fact but totally dysfunctional people won't care about anything but uh, we have to be very careful and we have to decide do we want a dysfunctional society and it cannot if it is a dysfunctional society i can assure you it cannot withstand any foreign aggression that is very very important to note earlier our society was functional but it could never understand that some new fellows can come who can keep people for not accepting their religion or accepting their way of life we were cheated in the sense we were so innocent we thought people with a different way of life will come and debate with us there's no good enough people with the belt bomb will not debate with you right so again we should be very alert and clear that we shouldn't get cheated so this is what i would like to stress thank you very much and thank you very much professor rv uh, viewers uh, many of you are or were students of professor rv at uh, perhaps the iim uh, uh, management school in bengaluru but i must tell you that his classes was one of those that was very difficult to get into because almost always oversubscribed and this used to be first thing in the morning 
you know most most uh, you know students don't like this early morning classes they would they, for them the day starts at 12 pm 12 noon so um, but uh, regardless of that fact professor rv i i used to visit him in uh, iim campus i used to always remember that he'll say come before 9 or after 10:30 because there's a class always around between 9 to 10:30 so i those are fond memories professor rv and uh, i i will cherish them forever and uh, but the question here is you got a free lecture you've been getting free lectures for a long time thanks to p gurus and uh, from the bottom of my heart i'd like to thank professor rb sir giving a microphone or getting a microphone for you is the least of the things that i can do this is not enough you are so unassuming and humble you refuse to take anything else i've told you so many times you should upgrade your technology infrastructure and now you have taken this uh, you know um, uh, saintly mode saying that i'm giving away things i don't want to accumulate anymore i'm just telling you some simple things that we have talks about uh, but decumulation i am on manaprastha decumulation stage not accumulation stage actually even books i give in the earlier time i used to give books and it never used to come back now when i give book i tell them don't give it back or anything actually i put more cartons here and uh, you know to send it so i am on a decumulation stage that you should uh, you should appreciate that actually absolutely sir and also viewers you may not know this but it is my contention that the traffic that comes to p gurus is more than perhaps 80% of the tv channels of india uh it, it we we get more people watching us because we we feel like we are giving you some value and thanks for responding in terms of uh, liking the channel i would like to do it uh, like you to do it like make it a habit as soon as you log in please like the thing because we would really like the message that we are conveying here to go far and wide today was a good program but it could be much better if you have not subscribed please do subscribe so let's take a questions uh, professor arvi there are quite a few questions coming in as uh, we were uh, discussing this the first question is from chetan pai sir the gender ratio in india is very low like china do you think in the future it may lead to problems i don't think so because gender ratio is low they are telling but you look at the census data uh, actually 2011 is uh, much better and there are also regional variations in gender ratio within india it's not all of them are identical or anything so and also the you know the number of uh, girl children has uh, proportionately increased actually it's not uh, like the earlier time and uh, what used to be a very bad habit in certain um, regions of india in terms of uh, you know killing the girl child and other thing is uh, significantly lower now and many of you may know unlike in us or other countries you cannot uh, expected to know the sex of the child today in india uh, that is uh, uh, that's actually offense criminal offense actually uh, whereas in the other western countries you can find out and uh, because even people correspondingly they say we will arrange the children's uh, you know the the kids uh, room uh, pink or uh, green or whatever color depending upon the sex here it is and reasonably it has succeeded i would say the non uh, identification of the uh, sex so there is a you know broader uh, improvement and i don't think that is going to become a very major issue today in many of the middle class families 
the girl or boy, you know, the girls are, and actually the girls get more, more medals in international competition than the men. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, viewers, if you don't know, it is called as a gender reveal party, the one that Professor Arvi was mentioning. So that is very common in the United States also, uh, where the, the, uh, the group of friends come to know what the child's uh, gender is going to be. Uh, let's go to the next question. Raju Raju wants to know, sir, there's a concept called zero marginal cost society by Jeremy Rifkin. Could you talk about that a little bit? I would not uh, like to comment on that because I I do not believe that there is anything called a zero marginal cost society at all, actually. So I don't want to get into a huge debate on that. Some other time I will focus on that when I speak on economics of uh, societies. Uh, Mr. Lee wants to know, in the West, more and more women are having babies in their 40s thanks to newer in vitro fertilization technologies. Do you think birth rates will rise in the West with more acceptance of these technologies? Not uh, significantly. Again, you know, uh, number of uh, women having uh, babies in 40s is more belonging to a lot of Pew researchers also suggested about it. Better off segment of the society, not in terms of the... So they are, you know, the, those who have postponed their uh, first childbirth and other things. By and large, the uh, childbirth bearing age is uh, in the uh, less than 30s only. Actually, many get married in the 30s. That's one of the reasons why, you know, after 30, the probability of getting a large number of children are very less. That is one. Second is, the, unfortunately, the divorce rate is also increasing in the best. Something like uh, as high as uh, 30 to 40 percent among certain and certain other groups it is as high as 50 percent. And that's one of the reasons uh, pre-marital, uh, uh, you know, pre-nuptial itself, the children are born another. And one thing interesting, I always thought there is a learning curve in this. That is, if I get, uh, you know, divorced and then marry again and uh, the probability of divorce in... But the probability of divorce in the third marriage is, uh, they say, is higher than that of the first marriage. This is something I could uh, never understand. Anyhow, this uh, over 40, you know, the birth rate uh, is uh, something which I don't think is immediately going to... The one possibility in maybe in the future, not immediately, is having children without men. The capability of women to have children without men. If that type of a possibility becomes significantly higher, then women, particularly the earning women, may choose to have their child as per their own requirement and their own desire. Next question, uh, Professor, if India is completely westernized in the future and it promotes more individuality, will it lead to Indian healthcare and government going broke? No, we will not. Uh, I don't think we will become completely westernized at all. Let me be very clear. It's an extraordinarily very... The reason is, as long as we have women in our country, we cannot become fully westernized. Because they are rooted to the soil, they are culturally much more, uh, uh, you know, what one can call alert, and they are culturally much more rooted. Unless and until you make a significant uh, change about our Indian woman, we cannot become fully westernized. 
Next question from Vignesh again. How long do you think before the high debt country like USA, UK economy will sink and become like Nigeria? Very good. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, when you got uh, when you get mails uh, like that from Nigeria, you know, many of us get uh, in our mailbox mails that you know my husband was such and such a big fellow and uh, you know so much uh, dollars are pending. And you get mails from UK or USA. UK and USA, you know, it is not going to be you know sunk like an Nigeria type of thing. They will become like one of those. Uh, you know, middle income or uh, average income countries. That's all. Nothing more than that. Because they have certain level of development already. So it is not going to go away. The only thing is further growth, further development, further activities. And there are internally a lot of, uh, you know, uh, problems. I think Iyer can one day talk to you about California. What type of, uh, you know, development it is having. At the same time, what type of... Uh, you know, uh, other uh, groups which are trying to pollute the possibility of future. That is also there. Both are, you know, taking place uh, parallelly. Yeah. Chetan Pai wants to know, do you think joint families are economically feasible in this day and age? Oh, yeah. Economically, definitely feasible. No doubt about it. But because of the uh, you know, big business uh, campaign and uh, that of the media and other thing, it has become culturally less feasible. That's all. Economically, extraordinarily feasible, actually, if you ask me. Bhairava Subramaniam wants to know, thank you, sir, for touching upon family system. I grew up listening to my grandma telling stories full of ethics, but my grandchildren are diverted by gadgets. Uh, is this the contribution by Western nations? No, no, it is a contribution by you, sir. Sorry to tell you. Because uh, they could be diverted by gadget, but uh, inside the gadget, as I told you, make Alexa, you know, uh, let them know Ramayana Mahabharata through Alexa. Let Alexa take over the role of your grandma. That's all. Nothing more can be done. But at least that can be. So, this is something we have to spend more time with kids rather than kids spending time with gadgets. Vignesh wants to know, Professor, uh, no, hold on, Chetan Pai wants to know, Sir, what is your opinion on same-sex couples raising children in the West? It has not worked out uh, well at all. Lot of surveys about the uh, Norwegian system says that uh, it has not uh, been a uh, significant success so far. Mr. Lee wants to know, is the Great Reset envisaging the replacement of all fossil fuel-based infra to renewables an excuse by the West to continue printing more money, also known as the 21st century Bretton Woods regime? Tough question, sir. It's a very longish thing, but only primarily let me say the replacement of all fossil fuel is a huge type of a uh, what one can call uh, uh, propaganda by the West. Because throughout the 19th and 20th century, they have used all this fossil fuel to grow in order to, you know, the, keep their uh, bottom clean after uh, uh, doing the uh, restroom. You know, they have, uh, you know, destroyed uh, millions of forests. Huge amount of uh, trees have been cut and other things. 
and now suddenly they are talking about so this is primarily you know against uh, uh, newly emerging countries like china uh, india and others that's all there is nothing fossil fuel usage has to be moderated and uh, you know like mother earth has got its own way of uh, renewing itself it's not uh, something which is uh, so much of this uh, according to me much of this environment and eco talk is uh, uh, also linked with some amount of propaganda by the west we have to be and they don't have to come and teach us actually we have always we worship trees we worship animals and we are comfortable actually we don't have any uh, issue on that and i think i have told earlier also once i was uh, traveling with my colleague in the uh, car he saw on a highway some ladies uh, standing near a tree and doing this uh, you know arti and he stopped and then he told me professor nowhere in the world i have seen this i have not seen it in the latin america i have not seen it in africa nowhere the trees and these are middle class ladies and they come there and then they just come and do the worship and some people have tied some twines and some sort of things and point is uh, we have always been extraordinarily what uh, to cautious and conscious about our nature like bishnois i think many of you would have heard about it in rajasthan you know they have so much concern about uh, the trees and the nature and the uh, peacock and the animals and other things so we are you know we are reasonably okay we don't have to be uh, what one can call uh, imposed some of these things next question from vignesh professor arvi is there a chance of anything happening like a great depression of the 1930s or the 2008 crisis in the near future no i don't think we will have a single major type of a crisis it's a sort of a wave type of you know continuous crisis going on after post 2008 in various uh, situation that we have to and that you cannot read it from the share market we will have another session on that completely because most of the stock markets are uh, diverged from the real economy you know they have their own in terms of it's a, it's like uh, you know the uh, what one can call casino you know we will come to that in a separate talk actually the you know real economy and the stock market economy so we are not going to have a single type of a major crisis or anything sustained crisis and uh, but china is uh, going to play a, as i always been telling single superpower when i say this many of my friends get annoyed actually why are you stressing that but that's going to be the reality they will be able to you know hopefully balance but before that this whole issue of uh, islam radicalism has to be sorted out let's wait and see maybe by next 5 to 10 years uh, this has to be fully sorted out Uh, I encourage you to watch a hangout of mine with Dr. Shiva Ayadurai about climate change. And uh, this is a very contrarian view that he provides. And and there is nothing to suggest that he is wrong. So do watch that thing. And and this is where P-Gurus really shines in the sense that we present present you with both sides of a particular topic and let you make the decision as to which you think you agree with. So uh, I think we're done with our questions. Uh, no, there's one more. MD Ravikant wants to know, what do you think yeah, can be done? Central government. Oh, central government and uh, lost Gloria. Central government, government, you know, government cannot do anything. Just forget about it. 
this you know we always want government to do is this uh, gentleman i love him i like him actually he says the government to arrest the trend of regain lost glory of family system especially among the youth in government cannot do only society has to do that's why i told you keep the anchor as family uh, caste and temples these are the three people three groups which we should and we are of course having a lot of these uh, people other you know kripananda variyar used to do pravachan and uh, you have this uh, uh, murari bapu in the raj uh, orissa you know sorry gujarat rajasthan like this there are several people who are and uh, it is extraordinarily important that individual families should take responsibility not the you ask government of india to restore the glory they will create one uh, department of family i am telling you seriously and one minister for family one minister of state for family one deputy minister for family one uh, chief secretary and all of them will uh, say that the families are and their own families they will take care let me be very <laughs> candid about it that is where you will land up do not expect government to do anything right well uh, i am reminded of professor rb's tweet he said no matter which government is in power at the center there is only one husband of tina that gets to win so you all know who he is referring to and i i jokingly added that there is if you do an acronym of tina there is one other husband who is also making money i leave you guys to decode what those two names are Aditya 369 wants to know how can we fix the problem of stunting and malnutrition in India? What role must the state and other institutions like family caste play to fix it? Oh, oh gosh, it's a very. I think this uh, Aditya 369 is uh, still uh, in the seventh century. Huge amount of uh, progress which has been made in this area actually, compared to the 80s and uh, today. we have actually we have reduced uh, malnutrition phenomenally in terms of uh, the state governments uh, being active as well as uh, various other social organizations uh, into the picture and uh, as well as stunting i think if you look at the statistics you will find there is a significant amount of decline in terms of stunting and malnutrition in india in the last uh, something like 30 years so i don't have immediately the number kindly check that it's very important to remember we used to have that as a major problem i won't say it has been eliminated do not mistake me significant reduction has taken place in this uh, particular area in terms of you know that old bangle test uh, for the kids uh, whether their uh, uh, wrist can hold a bangle or ability to all those things have been and uh, so many type of uh, Uh, no, non-government organizations, Seva Bharati, and so many other type of organizations have done enormous amount of work in this area. K. Raghu wants to know: Are we sir? Africa is a bigger problem. Uh, Africa, uh, yes. The population explosion. Population. I see. Africa is an Islamic fundamentalism. Raghu, you should know one thing: Africa is facing in every country this uh, Islamic problem. quite a few african countries are facing this uh, major issue actually different different names of boko haram and uh, isis and various names are there every places they are called tribes and they are called various names but uh, there is a huge amount of crisis in terms of growth of islamic groups 
under uh, various uh, subgroups and other thing and uh, many a places churches are facing the brunt of this problem so africa is a very major battleground between these two uh, cults actually sir i have a question for you for church spending the money to preserve their religion in africa is about the same as spreading it in india why can't they focus on preserving their religion in africa africa yeah they are you know they you see there is a lot of different <laughs> if you spend money in india you will get at least some people converted in africa there is it's a question of your uh, you know uh, your neck being reduced by 8 inches so there is a huge amount of because the level of violence is uh, phenomenal there in terms of opposing your uh, entry and your uh, existence can you note that Mr. Lee wants to know what is the absolute GDP of India in crores of rupees after the 2021 first quarter results are released. Absolute GDP mean I am not uh, getting this issue. Well, Anyhow, I think he just wants the number. Maybe he wants GDP. to know about the nominal GDP. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think he means. Yeah. If it is uh, no nominal GDP, you know, we used to be earlier 220 lakh crore or something. I will have to check that number. I don't have it ready made. Right. Okay. and yeah. uh, it seems so you know, as per the uh, records uh, you know the previous years uh, quarter which was a very bad year actually there seems to be a uh, growth in this uh, last quarter actually but we have to see whether how long it is going to be sustained that is much more important it's not uh, one quarter glory right it has to be multiple uh, quarters and then at the end of the year how we are going to uh, finish the year is also an important thing right yeah yugesh sai reddy uh, we are about 1 one, 1 one hour 30 minutes i would like to take only one or two more questions how do move towards solving contradiction between loyalty to community slash culture versus loyalty to state your contradiction at all you have loyalty to community and culture that is uh, much more critical automatically it will be loyalty to state is it in our context actually community and culture are the uh, dominant building blocks loyalty to state is uh, essentially comes out of your uh, what one can call contributing by taxes or contributing in terms of uh, you know protecting our frontier and other so loyalty to community and culture automatically large number of uh, different community people are represented in our army in our navy and our air force and other thing so this is something which uh, there is according to me there is no contradiction at all actually our state uh, doesn't demand huge amount of loyalty or anything you know our state is not a such of all pervasive state or anything so far you can you know do lot of the activities without any uh what one can call hindrance from the state so there is no i don't see any contradiction at all right yeah men speak wants to know why is india having so many gender biased matrimonial laws oh gosh men speak what is this gender biased i am not very clear any of matrimonial laws india are governed by tradition and culture there is a hindu uh, marriages are separately governed by our uh, hindu marriage act and the christian and the islam are separately governed by their own marriage and within hindu also 
traditional basis only uh, many of these are for instance in the uh, bengal province a cousin brother is not uh, marrying a cousin sister maternal or paternal it is not um, accepted actually but in the south for instance on the uh, maternal side you are uh, you can marry a uh, your uh, cousin sister in the sense your uh, mother's uh, brother's uh, daughter you can marry and sometime even mother's brother marries the daughter of the uh, sister in the sense uh, the man marries the sister's daughter this is not allowed in the uh, what one can call uh, the bengal province and we have bitakshara laws and uh, we have uh, you know uh, what one can call uh, different uh, type of hindu uh, marriage system and laws so there is uh, no point in uh, making a very broad sweep uh, type of gender biased and i do not know what exactly he meant by gender bias but uh, by and large different uh, communities and uh, uh, dayabaga school is different than mitakshara school i don't want to get into the deep uh, uh, discussion on this point i want to stress is all uh, type of uh, uh, hindu marriages are governed by long duration of tradition culture and their own uh, location geography and various other factors right it's not uh, something which is uh, what one can call imposed by any one single church or anybody organic farming this is the last question sir is the woman empowerment especially the financial independence that has resulted in having some threat to the family structure <laughs> this organic farming this boy has to know much more about our culture and our society the finance you know women were having a very large role throughout history you go back thousands of years and having a control of the chabi of the gajana in the house for instance ask all your friends and relatives how much gold their wives is having get me the answer you do that on a survey basis and you will find you will have a eight sigma variation so most of the uh, you know women we just uh, we just think if they go in a uh, two wheeler to an office and come back they are they are financially extremely shrewd and they are and uh, let me tell you one thing most of the entrepreneurs the major decisions are taken in the dining table where the women also play a role in terms of you know merger acquisition and uh, not that they will uh, do the analysis you know balance sheet uh, a score card nothing like that they will give their intuitive understanding and intuitive uh, responses and that's all that will be one of the factors and a large number of uh, families major uh, financial decision are never taken without consulting women i think a lot of myths and uh, a lot of these uh, stories are built about you know women being uh, it's not uh, most of the women are nowadays reasonably educated at least up to school level and other things so they know what uh, they are into another so it is not that uh, i know like uh, my sister when some you know she was uh, she is no more whenever somebody ask are you are you working <laughs> she says what is i am doing from 5 am to 10 pm in the night you tell me <laughs> what else i am doing she used to ask working mean doesn't mean that uh, you know 
you have to get into the uh, chamber or you have to get into the AC room and sit and that's what it, that's not the only work. It's a huge amount of work uh, which is undertaken by people who are not uh, uh, what one can except she is not getting paid. In that sense, you can argue. That's all. Otherwise, I don't think the women have you know, this uh, work uh, that independence as uh, uh, when it has become an issue is when it is a uh, nuclear family. Because whenever there is a difference, there is no pressure system to hold on to the differences. That is the issue. In the olden days, whenever there is a difference, you know, sometimes she used to go to her mom's house and stay for a week or something and then come back. That's all. The system will cool down. <laughs> and uh, as somebody told me, after going to her mother's house, whether you continue to criticize and abuse me, she says, this is work from home. So that is a, you know, uh, that is a type of thing. Now that uh, buffers are getting less and less. There is a difference, so there is nobody to share those differences. This man shares it in a pub or something with some friends, that's all. And she is some friends and they could completely mislead. Uh, viewers, uh, we are uh, developing some technical difficulties and I think at this point of time I'd like to call this program to a close. And thank you very much, Professor Arvi. And we'll be back again next week. We have not decided on the topic yet, but there are a few that we are bouncing around. But we will make an announcement in the early part of next week. Thanks for joining. If you have not already subscribed, please do subscribe to our channel. Do like this video. And thank you very much for those of you who responded and liked the channel, uh, like this program. It really helps us in the long run. Thank you very much and Namaskar.